falling out of the pulpit. Because his own ship is very particular about them. Says, I give them eternal life. They shall never perish. I would take that. That they shall never perish. Never. The word is never underlined. That is such an assurance to the faithful saints of God, faithful Christians today. They shall never perish. And no one will snatch them out of my hand. Even Satan cannot snatch them from the hands of Jesus. So who are these you see falling left and right, walking nude all over? Because the sheep of Christ follow Christ. And if they follow the voice of Christ, the voice of Christ says, Be holy, for I am holy. And then, I also looked at this scripture in a very important understanding that some of those that probably fell this statement saying and they shall never perish and no one will snatch them out of my hand could this be the dispatching statement that sent the two prophets to come back to the entire earth and restore the worship of the blood and the cross in the church to redeem those that had fallen that they may complete this prophecy that they shall never perish and nobody can snatch them that they may get back to the fold. The commissioning statement that brought us pronounced repentance globally for people to return to God. That those that will listen, those who are true sheep, they will listen. They will always listen. They, they recognize the voice of the shepherd. They will listen. And then they will repent and take holiness. And then they will fulfill this statement that they shall never perish. And that nobody can ever snatch them. That even when they fell away, the Lord came back and brought them back. He sent his two prophets, announced repentance, pulled them back. He sent his two prophets, raised cripples. They saw, came back, ran back to repentance and holiness. Today we even have Nanyuki, the cripple that walked there carrying the wheelchair. The cripple that walked. 
Kule na nyuki. The one I spoke here. Yule ambaye nilizungumzia hapa. Today we are very busy here. Leo hii tuna shughuli nyingi sana hapa. Today we have the cripple in the USA. Na leo hii tunaikiweta kule Marekani. The woman that was raised, she recorded, they recorded her before the healing service. Mwanamke ambaye alinuliwa walimrekodi kabla ibada ya uponyaji. We have all of them if you can flash them on the screen just for a moment. Yote tunayo kama unaweza kuonyesha tu kwa runinga kwa kitambo kidogo. So tonight is very power packed. Kwa hivyo usiku wa leo imeja nguvu sana. It's a very mighty night. Ni usiku mkuu sana. But you see the tremendous election of God being revealed here. Lakini mnaona uteuzi wa Mungu mkuu ukidhihirishwa hapa. In other words God telling you take your salvation very seriously. It's not because you did good and you deserved it. No. I chose you before the beginning of creation. Kwa maneno mengine Bwana akiwaambia kwamba mchukuliwe kwa vuenu kwa njia kumaanisha sana kabisa si kwamba mlifanya lolote lilojema lakini aliwachagua kabla ya mwanzo wa kuumbwa kwa ulimwengu. The woman that was crippled in the United States another another miracle that happened during this past Wednesday the healing service. Mwanamke ambaye alinuliwa aliyekuwa kiweta katika majimbo ya moja Marekani ambaye alinuliwa kwa amri moja tu katika ibada ya uponyaji ya Jumatano hii iliyopita. Very mighty. Kuu kabisa. The, the, I, don't, I don't know whether this is the same one but but uh, say again so so it's tremendous Hivyo basi kuu kabisa she's, she's walking now on her own Tazameni sasa anatembea kivi yake She's talking she's talking we'll See her tutamuona later baadaye thank you so much she got up now she's on sasa alisimama to walk now sasa alisimama na anajifundisha kutembea sasa so blessed people kwa hivyo watu wabarikiwa it's important to honor the salvation you behold ni muhimu kabisa kuheshimu wokovu mliobeba it's important to honor the salvation you have ni muhimu kuheshimu wokovu mlionao because the lord has come out full force kwa sababu bwana amejitokeza kwa nguvu zote reveal himself to you ili kujifunua kwenu and to tell you that the kingdom of god is coming na kuambia kwamba ufalme wa mungu unakuja and we have so many cripples that we are going to present today For example Nana Chek from South Sudan Kwa mfano Nana Chek kutoka Sudan Kusini We have also keeping a teach Emmanuel Pia tunaye keeping a teach Emmanuel It's a very powerful park session even Kisumu Kisumu now We have Kisumu we have Scovia Hata Kisumu tunaye Scovia We have Scovia tremendous when she's crawling the legs are up Tunaye Scovia ajabu kabisa wakati anatambaa miguu zake zimeinuka juu It is a tremendous wonder Ni ajabu kubwa sana When she's crawling the legs are up. Wakati ambapo anatambaa miguu zake zimeinuka juu. The legs are up. Miguu zake ziko juu. And she's totally look at that. Look at that. Tazameni hiyo. Look at that. Tazameni hiyo. And the mother heard about this ministry. Na mama yake alisikia kuhusu huduma hii. And she joined. Na akajiunga. So she could start bringing her baby to the church. Hivyo basi alianza kuleta mtoto wake kanisani. Look at the legs facing up. Tazameni hizo miguu zikiangalia juu. But when she got up. Lakini wakati aliposimama. Last weekend was fireworks even to, even this coming weekend is going to be fireworks in Kisumu. Weekend iliyopita ilikuwa moto kweli kweli hata weekend hii inaenda kuwa moto kweli kweli. Fireworks they walk with her. Moto kweli kweli wanatembea pamoja naye. Look at how she's walking. Tazameni jinsi anavyotembea. 
Again, my sheep listened to my voice. I know them. And they follow me. So can we just look at following Jesus? Turn with me right away to Matthew chapter 4. The classic scripture the Lord left in the Bible for you. That you may understand how important it is to follow him, Jesus. Matthew chapter 4, if you turn with me, 18.22. It says, as Jesus was walking beside the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon called Peter, and his brother Andrew. They were casting their nets into the lake, for they were fishermen. Verse 19 of Matthew chapter 4. Come, follow me. Jesus said to them. That does not sound like one who is negotiating with them. Come, follow me. Sounds more like a command. Like summons. Someone has been summoned. 
This sound more like someone says. Someone has been summoned. Come, follow me, Jesus said. And I'll send you out to fish for people. At once they, again, at once they left their nets and followed him. So that immediate response is also very classic. It's one of the requirements when the Lord summons you, calls you. Because delayed obedience is disobedience. He's saying delayed obedience is disobedience. And he says here, at once they left their nets and followed him. And you see that the abandoning of the nets also speaks so much to the church. The Lord is calling his disciples here. But there is no difference between this calling and the calling to salvation. It's the same. Because you have the same duty to evangelize the wonderful light. And he's saying here, at once they left their nets, they abandoned the nets. Let me just explain this to you. At once they left their nets and followed him. The sea where they are fishing represents the world. And I'm told we are number one globally on Twitter today. Very powerful. Thank, Thank you, my son, Randy. Very powerful. But, but look at this now. He's saying the sea where they are fishing represents the world. And I'm going to give you a vision here of 2003. And this is the vision. In that tremendous vision, the Lord brought me close to the shore of the sea. To the seashore. And when I was there, then he showed me a lot of fish in the sea. Healthy fish. They were swimming, they were going about there, eating and swimming. Then he showed me slightly on my right hand side. Then I saw a beast devouring them, devouring, eating them. And that beast was eating them from the stomach area. Biting the stomach and that fish would die. And eating, biting and that fish would die. So when the Lord finally now shows me the seashore, the shore towards my right beyond the, the creature, beyond the beast, the show on my extreme right. Then I said the message of the Lord first. And then we'll come back to the healing service. The book of John chapter 10. And I say in verse 27. And in verse 27 he says, My sheep listen to my voice. I know them. 
nami inawajua. And they follow me. Nao hunifuata. And so we've been using this as a very important uh, important uh, marker for you. Kwa hivyo tumekuwa tukitumia hii kama alama kuu ya muhimu kabisa kwa ajili yenu. As a navigator for the church at this hour. Kama kielelezo kwa kanisa kwa wakati huu. That you may find out are you the sheep of Christ? Ili kwamba mpate kutambua je, wewe ni kondoo wa Kristo? Remember. Kumbukeni. The Bible tells us very clearly. Biblia inatuambia kwa wazi kabisa. In the book of Matthew 25. Kwenye kitabu cha Mathayo sura ya 25. It says verse 34. Asema kwenye mstari wa 34. Verse we can even begin earlier. Hata tunaweza kuanza mapema kuanzia 31 When the son of man comes in his glory Mwana wa Adamu atakapokuja katika utukufu wake And all the angels with him Na malaika wote watakatifu pamoja naye Again he says when the son of man the messiah comes in his glory Wakati mwana wa Adamu masia atakapokuja katika utukufu wake And all the angels coming with him na malaika wote wakija pamoja naye. He will sit on his glorious throne. Ndipo atakapoketi juu ya kiti chake cha utukufu wake. And all the nations will be gathered before him. Na mataifa yote watakusanyika mbele zake. And he will separate the people. Naye atawatenga watu one from another, meaning one by one. Moja toka kwa mwingine kumaanisha kwamba moja baada ya mwingine. As a shepherd separates the sheep kama mchungaji anavyotenga kondoo from the goats toka kwa mbuzi and that means there will be only sheep and goats hiyo inamaanisha kwamba kutakuwepo tu na kondoo na mbuzi peke yake so when he says kwa hivyo anaposema that my sheep know me ya kwamba kondoo wangu wananichua they know my voice wanaijua sauti yangu and i know them nami ninawajua and then he says they follow me halafu asemaye kwamba wananifuata is not implying that there are other types of sheep yeye hamaanishi kwamba kuna aina nyingine ya kondoo he simply implying that whoever is sheep is his kuma anamaanisha tu ya kwamba yeyote ambaye ni kondoo ni wake because right now in the church the sheep and the goats are mixed together kwa sababu sasa hivi kanisani kondoo na mbuzi wamechanganyika pamoja the sheep and the goats kondoo na mbuzi are walking together now pamoja sasa they are going to feed together wanaenda malishoni pamoja they are entering the sheep pen together wanaingia katika zizi la kondoo pamoja right now they are mixed together sasa hivi wamechanganyika pamoja and he says na anasema on that day katika siku hiyo when he sits on his glorious throne wakati atakapoketi katika kiti chake cha utukufu with the angels of heaven pamoja na malaika wa mbinguni he says anasema he will separate out the sheep from the goats ya kwamba atatenganisha kondoo toka kwa mbuzi that is when you will know that not all were sheep hapo ndipo mtajua kwamba sio wote walikuwa kondoo the some were actually goats ya kwamba kimsingi wengine walikuwa mbuzi and he says he will put the sheep on his right and the goats on his left na anasema atawaweka kondoo upande wake wa kuume na mbuzi upande wake wa kushoto then the king will say to those on his right ndipo mfalme atawaambia wale walioko upande wake wa kuume come you who are blessed by my father njoni ninyi mliobarikiwa na baba yangu take your inheritance urichukueni urithi wenu The kingdom prepared for you. Since the creation of the world. That means those who are sheep now. They are sheep by virtue of election, God's election. Wao ni kondoo kwa hisani ya uteuzi wa Mungu. That the Lord selected them 
ya kwamba Bwana aliwachagua even before the creation of the earth hata kabla ya kuumbwa kwa ulimwengu that is what he is saying here hicho ndicho anasema hapa he is saying anasema that god almighty ya kwamba Mungu mkuu mwenyezi before he created time kabla kuumba wakati before he created the world kabla hajaumba ulimwengu and time na wakati he already had prepared people tayari alikuwa amewaandaa watu people that would come and believe in Christ Jesus his glorious son watu ambao wangekuja na kumwamini Kristo Yesu mwanawe wa utukufu and after believing in him na baada ya kumwamini they would then be justified hivyo basi wangehesabiwa haki after being justified baada ya kuhesabiwa haki then he said they would go glorification to be in the image of the Christ halafu anasemea kwamba wataingia katika kutukuzwa kufanana na Kristo and then they are the ones for whom the kingdom was prepared before creation of the earth. Halafu hao ndio ufalme uliandaliwa kwa ajili yao kabla ya kuumbwa kwa ulimwengu. Before Genesis chapter 1 verse 1. Kabla ya kitabu cha mwanzo sura ya kwanza mstari wa kwanza. The election of God we have such a huge topic to handle today here. Uteuzi wa Mungu tunayo mada kubwa kabisa ya kuangazia leo hii hapa. But I want to simply focus because it's a revival night. Lakini nataka tu kuangazia kwa sababu ni usiku wa uvuvio. I want to focus on this aspect of following the Lord Jesus. Ninataka kuangazia kipenge hiki cha kumfuata Bwana Yesu. Because he says in John 10 as we've seen. Kwa sababu anasema kwenye kitabu cha Yohana 10 kama vile tumeona. Again John 10. Tena kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 10. Turn with me there. Ukigeuka pamoja nami pale. He says the following. Anasema yapotayo. John chapter 10. Kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 10. Verse 27 if you get time. Mstari wa 27 ukipata wakati. He says the following. Anasema yapotayo. My sheep listen to my voice. Kondoo wangu husikiliza sauti yangu. I know them. Nami nawajua. And they follow me. Nao hunifuata. So the following of the Christ. Hivyo basi kumfuata Kristo is the testimony, the testament that they have obeyed the words of the Christ. Ndio ushuhuda ya kwamba wametii maneno ya Kristo. They have now put it into action they are following him. Sasa wameyaweka katika matendo wanamfuata. That's why tonight. Na ndio sababu usiku wa leo. I want to focus on the following of Jesus. Ninataka kuangazia kumfuata Yesu. What does it mean to follow Jesus? Je, inamaanisha nini kumfuata Yesu? Those of you tuned in on Jesus is Lord Radio uh, uh, 105.3 105.9 FM wale wenu ambao wanasikiliza kupitia masafa ya redio ya Yesu ni Bwana mitabedi ya 105.3 FM You must have heard that this has been an ongoing an ongoing a, a non-stop theme on that radio for the past two days Ni lazima muwe mmesikia ya kwamba haya ni mazungumzo yasiyokoma katika masafa haya ya redio kwa siku mbili zilizopita But I want to pull out a little bit on this election that you have seen in Matthew 25 Lakini ninataka kudokeza kidogo kuhusiana na utauzi huu ambao umeona kwenye kitabu cha Mathayo 25 And we see it here also Na pia tunaiona hii pia And he says Na anasema Again Tena verse 25 Jesus answered Yesu akawajibu I did tell you Nimewaambia but you did not believe Lakini hamkuniamini The works I do in my father's name 
mambo ninayotenda katika jina la baba yangu that means the raising of cripples hiyo inamaanisha kwamba kuwainua viwete the opening of blind eyes kufungua macho ya vipofu the opening of deaf ears kuzibua masikio ya viziwi the healing of different conditions kukuponya kwa magonjwa tofauti tofauti the resurrecting of the dead kufufua wafu those works resurrecting lazarus matendo hayo kumfufua lazaro the resurrecting of the dead kufufua wafu all those wonders the coming of the storm maajabu hayo yote kutuliza dhoruba he says there god the father testifying on behalf of christ the messiah anasema kwamba ni mungu baba anayeshuhudia kwa niaba ya kristo yesu masia that's why you see even these two prophets speaking with you today na ndio sababu muone kwamba hata hao manabii wawili wanaozungumza pamoja nanyi leo hii you see that god the father muone kwamba mungu baba is always testifying on their behalf kila wakati anashuhudia kwa niaba yao in order to demonstrate the massive anointing he has placed on them ili kwamba kudhihirisha upako mkuu wa ajabu ambao ameweka juu yao that is the same thing that happened for jesus hilo ndilo jambo sawia lililomtendekea yesu that is what he is talking about here hicho ndicho anachozungumzia hapa but you do not believe lakini hamuamini the works i do in my father's name kazi ninazotenda kwa jina la baba yangu testify about me yananishuhudia but you do not believe lakini ninyi hamwamini because you are not my sheep kwa sababu ninyi sio kondoo wangu look at that very powerful statement tazameni kauli hii ya nguvu kabisa is saying anasema that there are people that are not his sheep ya kwamba kunao watu ambao sio kondoo wake when we go down then you see the election tukienda chini hapo basi mtaona uteuzi senior needs one you can be at the camera now you, then, then you see the election hivyo basi mtaona uteuzi i say anasema verse 27 mstari 27 my sheep listen to my voice kondoo wangu huisikiliza sauti yangu i know them nami nawajua and they follow me nao hunifuata and so tonight we are going to focus on the following of the christ kwa hivyo usiku wa leo tunaenda kuangazia kufuata kristo and all this is for one purpose na hii yote ni kwa ajili ya sababu moja that i may help you to identify for you ili kwamba nipate kuwasaidia ili kwamba kujitambulisha ninyi the church that i saw worshiping inside the kingdom of glory before the throne of god kanisa ambalo niliona wakiabudu ndani ya ufalme wa utukufu ndani ya enzi ya mungu and that vision i'm going to share here tonight na maono hayo ninaenda kushiriki hapa usiku wa leo we were traveling through south africa Oliver Tambo Johannesburg Tulikuwa tunasafiri kupitia katika Afrika Kusini pale Oliver Tambo Afrika Kusini Through Oliver Tambo International Kupitia katika uwanja wa kimataifa wa ndege wa Oliver Tambo We were crossing to Sao Paulo San Pablo Tulikuwa tunavuka kupitia kuelekea Sao Paulo Sao Pablo And then we were going to cross diagonally all the way up to Caracas Halafu, across the entire South American continent Halafu tulikuwa tunaenda kuvuka kote kote kupitia kule Caracas because we had a big national revival all over Venezuela all the cities had been prepared kwa sababu tulikuwa na uvuvyo mkubwa kabisa wa kitaifa kote kote katika Venezuela kwa sababu miji kadha wa kadha zilikuwa zimeandaliwa and they had prepared Caracas na walikuwa wameandaa Caracas they had prepared Maturin walikuwa wameandaa Maturin they had prepared Valencia walikuwa wameandaa Valencia El Tigre El Tigre Puerto Daz Puerto Daz San Felix San Felix Puerto La Cruz Puerto La Cruz and many other towns na miji mingine mingi had been prepared in the stadiums full stadium 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 some of them the cities what the police did they helped us they shut down the main streets zilikuwa zimeandaliwa katika viwanja vikubwa vya hadhara viwanja vikubwa
But where the stadium was small like Maturin. The police simply closed off the main street of the main city. And they put police vehicles with police lights to block that side and block this side Hal- and block the feeder roads and they became a big meeting in the main street. We can even show it if you want. We have it always. And Maturin. They blocked the main highway. They blocked the feed of the weight coming from I mean from one end and block the other end also. No, Maturin, the, the meeting in the street, the meeting in the street, please, thank you. This is the meeting. They block, they simply block the main street. So we are going for these meetings. See, all the media was there, the mayor of the city was there. The police chiefs were there. The Guardia Nacional were there. The National Guard. Everybody was there. So they blocked, they simply blocked, the, you can see the main roads. And so then, that is the meeting we were traveling to. And then we waiting for the transatlantic flight from Oliver Tambo International. It is called Atlantic Ocean. That flight is transatlantic, but the ocean is Atlantic. And then I fell asleep on the floor of the airport of Oliver Tambo International, South Africa. Very busy airport with a lot of announcements every one minute or the other. And at that moment, the Lord lifted me up from there. In the spirit. And I found myself standing inside heaven. Right before the glorious throne of God Almighty. Then the Lamb, the glory covered the entire throne. But the Lamb opened the fourth seal on the Holy Scroll of God. And the fourth living creature came from where the glory covered the throne, came from there and spoke with me. After that, then he went back to the throne towards the glory, the thick glory that covered the throne. Even I see it now. I can see what I saw then. Pure white glory of God cover the throne. Pure white, like clouds. Radiant and glowing. Spectacular, magnificent. Brilliant, bright, shining, dazzling, And when he went back there, then he released the rider of the fourth horse of the apocalypse. And when he released him, he came very charged, very high speed with his rider. I thought they were passing. Then I lifted up my left prophetic hand. Then he struck 
drop like this, like this, like this. Right before the throne of God. Inside heaven. And remember that time I'm lying down here, Oliver Tambo International, on the floor. And then, at that time, inside heaven, I saw the rider of this fourth horseman of the This I saw the fourth horseman of the apocalypse. Why did I see him? The Lord allows me to see him that I may bring the message to you. And so once I saw him, I could see the turban and how he has tied across his face. He has woven a cloth and tied the turban across the face and is pouring behind. Okay, now after I saw him, then I saw his eyes and then the horse went down. And the horse was lying down there. Then after that, then I spoke with the Lord over there. He instructed on what would happen. And then after that, I saw the release of that horseman. And I saw him from, from heaven now I could see the earth. The Lord made me, he opened my eyes, I saw when he arrived on the earth. And then he arrived there. He arrived in Egypt first. And then he went all over and then I saw he went to a church, a building with such a roof and a cross. He went to a church, I see the pews also. And there is someone there with a white shirt, I see even now. And then after that he went all over Greece and all over the world. And then you see all this severe death broke out on the earth. But what I want to focus on tonight, because we have a very busy session tonight. I want to focus on the fact that after that came the second vision while I was still in heaven. When I turned like this, then I saw the church for the first time inside heaven. Remember, the Lord has shown me taking the church, the church being taken from the earth. Many times he has shown me that. Okay. We don't have time to We're very busy here. So uh, the Lord has shown me the church being taken up into the kingdom of God. I've seen the church, many of the visions I've shared here, like January 15th, 2017. November 26, 2006 at Kehancha. Recently, after the, the, my prophecy of the coronavirus fulfilled, people running all over saying, Jesus has come, Jesus has come. I have seen those moments. The Lord has shown them to me. And so, I have seen the church being taken up into the kingdom of glory. But I had never seen the church inside heaven. 
kuona kanisa likiwa ndani ya mbingu. So that July 29, Kwa hivyo hiyo tarehe 29 Julai mwaka 2009. That vision while sleeping on the floor of Oliver Tambo International Johannesburg. Umaono hayo nikiwa nimelala katika sakafu ya uwanja wa ndege katika Oliver Tambo katika uwanja wa kimataifa wa Johannesburg. That vision of July 29, 2009. Maono haya tarehe 29 Julai mwaka 2009. That was my first time. Hiyo ndio ilikuwa mara yangu ya kwanza. The second part after the release of the ride of the pale horse when I turned like this then saw now the church before the throne of God worshiping was my first time to see the church inside the kingdom of heaven. Maono ya pili sasa baada ile maono ya kwanza ya kuona yule farasi wa kijivujivu kuachiliwa namna hii alafu nikaona sasa katika maono ya pili kanisa kwa mara ya kwanza kabisa wakiwa wamesimama ndani ya enzi ya Mungu na kuabudu mbele ya enzi ya Mungu and their garments very glorious and dazzling and glowing with glory of God na mavazi yao yalikuwa ya utukufu sana na kumetameta na kuangaza ya utukufu wa Mungu so that was such a spectacular vision inside heaven hivyo basi hayo yalikuwa maono ya ajabu kabisa ndani ya mbingu see the church finally before the lord and they were worshiping in the sweetest worship ever in absolute unison they went one side together like this kuona kanisa and then they went the other side together but the moment they turned their garments would glow with flash out glory like lightning thousands of lightning on one garment kuona kanisa kwa mara ya kwanza kabisa sasa wakiwa mbele za bwana na kuabudu katika urembo na njia kupendeza kabisa katika umoja na wakati ambapo walikuwa nageuka namna hii mavazi yao yalikuwa yanametameta kabisa kabisa kwenye utukufu hivyo basi sasa watu wabarikiwa that is the church hilo ndilo kanisa that the lord has shown me ambalo bwana amenionyesha and he wants me to come and reveal to you na anataka nije nikawafunulie that you may use that to recalibrate your life ili kwamba mpate kutumia hiyo ili kurekebisha maisha yenu because we've seen in Matthew 25 kwa sababu umeona kwenye kitabu cha Mathayo 25 that there will be only sheep and goats ya kwamba kutakuwepo tu na kondoo na mbuzi peke yao the sheep belong to Christ Jesus they will be told to come to the right side kondoo ni wa Kristo Yesu wataambiwa waje katika upande wa kuume and he saying na anasema that the goats ya kwamba mbuzi will be told to get to the left side and push to the lake of fire wataambiwa kwamba waende upande wa kushoto na kusukumwa katika ziwa la moto but in that Matthew 25 lakini kwenye hicho kitabu cha Mathayo 25 you see that he brings out something about the sheep He says that the sheep were elected by God before creation. Then the king will say verse 34. Then the king will say to those on his right. Mstari wa 34 ndipo mfalme atawaambia wale ambao wako upande wake wa kuume. Come you who are blessed by my father. Take your inheritance the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world so whether they are born now kwa hivyo hata kama wamezaliwa sasa hivi in the year 2021 katika mwaka 2021 they were already elected before genesis 1 chapter 1 verse 1 tayari walitauliwa kabla ya kitabu cha mwanzo sura ya kwanza mstari wa kwanza Genesis chapter 1 verse 1 Kitabu cha mwanzo sura ya kwanza mstari wa kwanza says the following Asema yafuatayo In the beginning God created the heavens Hapo mwanzo Mungu aliumba mbingu and the earth na dunia Now the earth was formless and empty Wakati huu dunia ilikuwa haina umbo tena ilikuwa tupu So before Genesis chapter 1 
verse 1. Before the beginning, the demarcation that marks the beginning. Before then, when there was nothing to be seen as earth or heaven. He says, He already had had selected them, elected them, chosen them chosen ones of God. Already chosen by God. And he says very powerfully here, that's the lecture I want to look at in the book of John chapter 10, but we are still in Matthew 25. He says the following. He says, then the king who said to those on his right, come you who are blessed by my father. Are you blessed by God the Father in heaven? You that is tuned in, are you also blessed by the Father in heaven? And he says, take your inheritance, the kingdom prepared for you since the creation of the world. Verse 41, he says, then he will say to those on his left, depart from me. So we are going to look at that depart from me. You remember Matthew 7. Matthew 7 when he says he does not know them. In verse 23, when he said, then I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, depart from me, you workers of evil. You workers of iniquity. You workers of wickedness. You evildoers. So we will look at that depart from me also when we get time eventually. We are really trying to summarize this up. But when we, we, we must get to that also. Depart from me. That is what he's saying in Matthew 25. He says Matthew 25 verse 41. Then the king who said to those on his left, Depart from me, you who are cursed. Into the eternal fire prepared eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. So the Lord is telling us that right now on the earth, even in the church, even as we are sitting on the verge of eternity, everybody can tell that owing to the prophecy of the coronavirus and the tremendous overhaul, changes, the permanent changes that have taken place on the earth. Everybody can tell 
Everybody can tell that we are sitting on the verge of eternity. Kila mtu anaweza kutambua kwamba tumeketi katika ukingo wa unyakuzi. So he's saying. Na kwa hivyo anasema. That right now on the earth and in the church. Ya kwamba sasa hivi duniani na hata kanisani. There are two types of people. Kunao aina mbili ya watu. There are those who are sheep. Kuna wale ambao ni kondoo. And we are seeing that they are being sheep is an election by God the Father. Na tunaelewa kwamba kuwepo kwao kwa kondoo ni uteuzi na Mungu Baba. And there are those who are goats. Na kuna wale ambao ni mbuzi. And we are seeing that because they were not chosen by God then they are gods. Hivyo basi tunaonea kwamba kwa sababu wao hawakuchaguliwa na Mungu hivyo basi wao ni mbuzi. The Lord that knows the hearts of men Mungu ajuae mioyo za wanadamu. This is what he says the creator. Hiki ndicho anachosema Mungu And I'm using this to lay a very powerful paradigm for John chapter 10 where we are going to look at the deeper revelation on the election of God. What you call the cho- being chosen, the election of God. Nami natumia hii ili kwamba kuweka msingi madhubuti wa nguvu kabisa kuhusiana na kile ambacho tunaenda kuona katika kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 10 kile ambacho tunaona ya kwamba uteuzi wa Mungu. So Kwa hivyo anasema that right now on the earth and in the church there are two types of people. Ya kwamba sasa hivi duniani na kanisani kuna aina mbili ya watu. There are those that are sheep. Ya kwamba kuna wale ambao ni kondoo. And he said the blessed ones you blessed by my father na anasema kwamba wabarikiwa ninyi mliobarikiwa na baba yangu there are those that also may look like sheep but they are actually goats na kuna wale ambao pia wanaweza kuonekana kama kondoo lakini wao kwa hakika ni mbuzi and he says them they are not blessed they are cursed so these ones are blessed them they are cursed by the father na anasema kwamba kwa wao hawajabarikiwa bali wamelaaniwa kondoo wamebarikiwa na baba lakini hao wamelaaniwa na baba so when you receive the christian salvation of the grace hivyo basi unapopokea wokovu wa kikristo wa neema you ought to exercise the highest level of due diligence wapaswa kuendeleza kiwango cha juu kabisa kabisa cha umakinifu and uphold it and behold it na kuizingatia kabisa na kuishika with maximum treasure na udhamana mkubwa sana probably you have been chosen that's why you are born again kwa sababu pengine umechaguliwa umetauliwa ndio sababu umeokoka and then you are fooling around with your salvation to the extent that your name is written out blotted out of the lamp the books the lamp's book of life blotted out halafu sasa unafanya upuzi na mchezo mchezo na wokovu wako kiasi kwamba jina lako lifutwe kutoka katika kitabu cha uzima cha milele it was written there by the father before creation ile hali liliandikwa pale na baba kabla ubaji so this is such a tremendous awakening coming to the church at this hour hivyo basi huu ni mwamsho mkubwa kabisa ukija kwa kanisa kwa wakati huu and he goes on to say na anaendelea kusema in verse 46 katika mstari wa 46 then they will go away to eternal punishment ndipo hawa watakapoingia katika adhabu ya milele but the right just to eternal life lakini wale wenye haki wataingia katika uzima wa milele so our assignment tonight kwa hivyo kazi yetu siku wa leo we are duty bound tonight to be able to delineate to separate and identify who are these that are called the blessed sheep of god tunalo jukumu usiku Tunalo jukumu usiku wa leo la kutenga na kuweza kutambulisha ya kwamba je hawa ni kina nani ambao wanaitwa wateule wa Mungu That's why we go back now to the book of John chapter 10 Na ndio sababu sasa twarudi tena kwenye kitabu cha Yohana sura ya 10 Again right ahead of us Tena hapa mbele yetu We have a tremendous power packed session Tunayo awamu iliyojaa nguvu sana zaidi My daughter Meredith which whom you see on the, on the screen who was removed from death literally by the Lord Binti wangu Meredith ambaye mwana katika runinga ambaye aliondolewa bisa kutoka kwa kifo na bwana serious situation hali mbaya sana sana in the icu in pennsylvania katika chumba cha wagonjwa mahututi kule pennsylvania 
very terrible terrible shot right straight on the face another bullet shot right into the mouth and other six bullets shot shattering the body the intestines and everything and the police was stopping people on the road in Pennsylvania they were stopping people they were stopping people on the road they were stopping people on the road the police were stopping them and asking about this shooting the police were stopping and asking. Have you heard that
the father. From, for, for which of these works do you stone me? We are not stoning you for any good work. They replied. But for blasphemy because you a mere man claim to be God. So they thought he was mere man. But it's amazing that in this entire conversation, altercation between the Lord Jesus and them, the Pharisees, Jesus does not deny. When they said, you claim, you say you are God, you claim to be God. Jesus does not tell them, no, no, you got it wrong, I didn't say that. In other words, Jesus is telling them that you got it right. Yes, indeed, I am God. He does not deny it at all throughout the entire text. I searched all over verse 10, he does not deny it. All over chapter 10. And so he says, when you go down there, verse 37, do not believe me unless I do the words of my father. He's now raising the value of the miracles you see we are showing you on the screen. He's saying that the gospel of Jesus you cannot take only the narrative of Jesus alone and exclude the miracles. He says you have to take the, the sayings of Jesus, the words of Jesus, and the miracles of Jesus, then the gospel of Jesus is complete. That's what he's saying here. In verse 37, do not believe me unless I do the works of my father. He's saying the gospel alone without miracles has no power. That when the miracles come, they come with authority. They now energize and they establish the gospel. I guess now that gives you a higher understanding of the miracles God has been doing whenever the two prophets come and then they decree in the name of Jesus, the two prophets have raised cripples. Today I heard Cynthia Wanjiku on radio calling from Kenyatta University. Born totally blind, but seeing after the healing, until now she's in university with normal students. Totally blind. And then her eyes opened in the big grand meeting in Kisumu. Until today. Now is in normal university called Kenyatta University. One of the major universities in this country. Today she called on behalf of the KU altar. Saying that they are tuned in, they are waiting for this message and tonight's service. 
the power of the miracles of Jesus. Why is it that the Lord is causing his prophets to raise cripples all the time across this land? The purpose is to establish for you before the generation that these are the prophets promised in the Bible, of the Bible. It's a dreadful thing for the prophets of the Bible to come back. Look at the earthquakes that have struck many nations with. Look at the coronavirus. Look at the earthquake in Mexico on your screen right now. Unbearable. They're running. There's nowhere to run. It's a dreadful thing. Look at that earthquake. The schools have collapsed. Everything tremendous is unbelievable. They are running. The schools have collapsed over people. Look at that. Look at that. Look at the buildings collapsing and buildings swaying. Buildings exploding with fire. Look at that. It's a dreadful thing for the prophets of the Bible to come back. It's a fearful thing for the prophets of the Bible to come back. That's why the Lord Bring me forward to raise cripples, open blind eyes all over the earth to catch your attention to take this serious. Watch this space. Look at that building is swinging. Look at people running. There's nowhere to run to. Look at that building is swinging. Look at the entire building is swinging. And so he's talking about the gravity of the miracles in verse 38 here. But I do them. He say, but I do them even though you do not believe me. But if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I in the Father. That's a very rich scripture right there. He's saying that the fact that he's doing the miracles, first of all he said that those that don't believe his miracles are not sheep. They are not for the kingdom of God. Be careful the church of Christ. Because in this ministry you've seen cripples gate one before healing and when they are raised. And so it would really, I don't know, take what for you not to believe. It would take this scripture here that you are not the sheep of Christ. Then he says, but if I do them, even though you do not believe me, believe the works that you may know and understand that the Father is in me and I in the Father. Again, he goes back to the fact that he is God. 
kwamba baba yu ndani yangu nami ndani yake tena anarudi katika kauli hiyo ya kwamba yeye ni Mungu Look at the power of miracles and wonders being displayed here in verse 38 Tazameni nguvu za miujiza na maajabu ambazo zinadhihirishwa hapa katika mstari wa 38 Because he's saying in verse 38 Kwa sababu anasema kwenye mstari wa 38 That if you don't believe the words of the messenger Ya kwamba ikiwa hamuamini maneno ya mjumbe But if you then look at the miracles and believe the miracles Lakini basi ikiwa mtatazama miujiza hizo na kuiamini miujiza hizo that will give you an open door hiyo itawapatia mlango uliowazi and he said that you may know na have anas- knowledge no na anasemea kwamba ili kwamba mpate kuelewa mpate kujua na kuelewa meaning increase knowledge increase levels of knowledge kumaanisha kwamba kuongezeka katika miongo ya Jesus the miracles of God that the two prophets are doing here they facilitate the believer to have increased a, 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 an exponential increase in the knowledge of the understanding of God and the mission current at hand Miujiza za Yesu, miujiza za Mungu ambazo manabii wakuwa kutisha wanafanya hapa zinawasaidia waumini ili kwamba wakapate kuongezeka katika maarifa katika wakati uliopo sasa hivi. He says to know. Anasemea kwamba kujua and understand. Na kuelewa. Increase knowledge. Kuongeza maarifa and understanding. Na ufahamu. Owing to the miracles of God, the power of the miracles of God. Kuzingatia. The miracles you see all over this land, you see in Ghana, you see Australia, you see everywhere Uganda and everywhere Kuzingatia miujiza nguvu na mamlaka ya Mungu miujiza ambazo mnaona katika taifa hili Australia Ghana kila mahali and So this is very powerful blessed people Na kwa hivyo hii ni nguvu kabisa watu wabarikiwa But even more powerful Let's... is the way he goes about it to say that the father is the one that gives him the sheep Lakini hata ya nguvu kabisa ni jinsi ambavyo anaendelea kusema kwamba baba ndiye anampatia kondoo And he says they will never perish Na anasema kwamba kama hawatangamia Again let's read back a bit tena wacha tusome nyuma kidogo. Let's start from verse 14. Wacha tuanze mstari wa 14. You say I am the good shepherd. Anasema kwamba mimi ndimi mchungaji mwema. I know my sheep. Nawajua kondoo wangu. And my sheep know me. Nao kondoo wangu wananijua. Just as the father knows me. Kama vile baba anavyonijua mimi. And I know the father. Nami ninavyomjua baba. And he says. Nasema. And I lay down my life for the sheep. Nami ninautoa hai wangu kwa ajili ya kondoo. I have other sheep. Ninao kondoo wengine that are not in this ship fold ship pen referring to the gentle church that this is the statement that invited you to salvation the gentle church because jesus says even though they were not there he has them kwa sababu Yesu asemaye kwamba He already has them they are his. Kwa sababu Yesu He had you already because of the election of God. Kwa sababu Yesu asemaye kwamba japo hawakuwa pale lakini tayari alikuwa nao katika mkono wako mkono wake yeye wao walikuwa wake. I have other sheep that are not in this sheep pen. Ninao kondoo wengine ambao hawako katika zizi hili la kondoo. Then he now exudes his sovereignty his global universal sovereignty. Na kisha anadhihirisha ukuu wake uwezo wake. I must bring them also. Anasemea kwamba ni lazima niwalete wao pia. Must. Lazima. Meaning he was duty bound wherever you were. Wherever, whether you are you, you in Nairobi or you are in uh, South America he said he must bring he was duty bound to bring you to himself that is what gave you salvation 
kumaanisha kwamba alikuwa na hilo jukumu la kuwaleta katika uokovu huo popote ambapo ilikuwa kama ni Nairobi ama popote pale hiyo ndio iliwaleta katika uokovu I must bring them also Ni lazima niwalete pia They too will listen to my voice but look at the chronology He brings them first then they listen to the voice That is the revelation and the election of God. Tazameni mfululizo huo ya kwamba anawaleta kwanza alafu wanasikiliza hiyo sauti. They had not heard the voice of Jesus before wherever they were. Wao hawako wamesikia sauti ya Yesu hapo awali popote walipokuwa. You would have said they need to hear first to believe. Ungesemea kwamba wanahitaji kusikia kwanza ili kwamba wapate kuamini. But he says here that he has them already. So he has to bring them, he must bring them and then they will hear his voice. Lakini asema hapa ya kwamba tayari ako nao. Hivyo basi lazima awalete. Hivyo basi anasema kwamba lazima awalete alafu watasikia sauti yake. Hivyo basi they too will listen to my voice. Anasema kwamba wao pia watasikiliza sauti yangu. And there shall be one flock and one shepherd. Basi kutakuwepo na kundi moja na mchungaji mmoja. Now is referring here the book of Revelation chapter 5 verse 9 when he has purchased for our God Hivyo basi anarejelea hapa kwenye kitabu cha ufunuo sura ya 5:9 wakati ambapo amemnunulia Mungu wetu using his blood akitumia damu yake yes purchased unto our god Yahweh amemnunulia Mungu wetu Yahweh people from all tribes watu kutoka katika kabila zote all languages lugha zote all peoples watu wote all nations mataifa yote all together now they are multiracial multiethnic army of god serving god in the kingdom of god there is no racism there wote sasa ethnicity there they are one sheep fold they are worshiping with one shepherd called jesus the messiah hallelujah wote sasa kwa ujumla wako chini ya mwongozo wa mungu na hakuna ukalaba pale hakuna ubaguzi pale bali there is no tribalism there hakuna ukabila pale there is no white or black racism there hakuna ubaguzi wa rangi pale mzungu wa one sheep under one fold wote ni kondoo moja chini ya kundi moja and one shepherd na chini ya mchungaji mmoja mstari wa 17 john chapter 10 kitabu cha yohana sura ya 10 the reason my father loves me sababu ambayo baba yangu ananipenda is that i lay down my life ni kwa kuwa ninautoa uhai wangu only to take it up again ili niupate kuchukua tena now no human being can say such a thing except god sasa hakuna mwanadamu yeyote anaweza kusema jambo kama hilo isipokuwa mungu peke yake except god isipokuwa mungu peke yake that he lays down his life by himself ya kwamba anautoa uhai wake yeye mwenyewe and then after after death he takes it back alafu baada ya kifo anaichukua tena That is again demonstrating sovereignty over death. Hiyo tena ni kudhihirisha ukuu dhidi ya kifo. So Jesus really went out to reveal to them that he is the Christ. He is the Messiah that has come. Hivyo basi kwa kweli Yesu alijitokeza wazi kabisa kuwafunulia ya kwamba yeye ndiye Kristo, yeye ndiye Masiha ambaye amekuja. Hallelujah. 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 Very mighty Lord. Bwana mkuu sana. And they say take it up again. Na kisha asemaye kwamba anauchukua tena. Then he says no one takes it from me. Kisha mstari wa 18 anasemaye kwamba hakuna mtu aniondolea uhai wangu. But I lay down on my own accord. Bali ninautoa uhai wangu kwa yeye yangu mwenyewe. Then he says I have authority to lay it down and authority to, authority to take it up again. Kisha asemaye kwamba nina uwezo wa kuutoa uhai wangu na pia nina uwezo wa kuutoa tena. Then he says this is the command I've received from my father. Kisha asema hii amri nimepewa na baba yangu. And it's such a rich scripture. 
with so much in it here but you see that the father is the one that gives him the sheep the father takes the sheep and gives him and when the father gives to him the father also ensures Jesus says that all the sheep that come to his hands he can never lose and they cannot perish and he says again he goes on verse 25 and many other scriptures down there today but Jesus he says Jesus answered I did, I did tell you but you did not believe And then down there 28. I give them eternal life. And they shall never perish. Look, focus on verse 28 now. The sheep that the father has given him. Into his hands. His own sheep. His own. He says, once he has you, you have received Jesus and you are now in his hands. That's why we are going to look at following Jesus. That is the testament that now you are in his hands. What does it mean to follow Jesus? That is the true testimony that he has He has.